people. This is the ugly truth. Nothing but peace and universal blessings to you all. Now, on today's episode, we are going to discuss what many of us probably haven't even thought about and what what most of us are or have traits of and that's narcissism I know a lot of you heard this word narcissist and you know it's um it's never spoken about uh, amongst us as black people it's never really spoken about like oh this person could be a narcissist or that person you know you may hear it spring you may hear it sprinkled here and there but never to a point to where it's like yo this may be almost all of us as people who are narcissistic, like, or may have narcissistic tendencies. So the definition of narcissism, of narcissism is excessive interest or admiration of oneself and one's physical appearance. Basically, vanity, self-love, self-admiration, self-adulation, self-absorption, conceit, excessive pride for oneself, self-conceit, self-regard, egotism, egoism. Now, basically someone that, you know, needs all the praise, like for whatever, could be minor things that they do, little things or whatnot, you know, to where they need you to give them some type of admiration or just to, just to let it be known, look, look at me, look at me, you know, like that type of shit, like little Timmy. So, narcissists are quick to deflect and put the blame on you. Quickly to deflect and put the blame on you. Basically, yo, I gave you a hundred dollars, and um, I gave you a hundred dollars, and you ain't you ain't come back with no change. What I wanted was only sixty dollars. What did you do with the forty? No, what's your fault? You ain't sent me out with enough money, so I had to go this. And... Automatically, it's your fault. And then they start to put the blame on you. Deflecting and then put the blame on you. That quick. And that's things that we just bypass. It's like, oh, that just, that's just, yeah, that's how chicks be, you know, that's just how, how niggas is, you know, whatever, how dudes be. No. You have to pay attention to people. You have to pay attention to, to their actions. That's a, nar- that's, a, that's a narcissistic trait. They may feel that their point is more important than what you have to say. Basically, whatever you say, don't. It's not added up. It's it's nothing to them. Like, oh, nah, I ain't trying to hear that shit. This is what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, I know already. I know, I know. And and, and you gotta listen. You gotta understand that I know. That I know. To me, that's a key thing. Is that I when you tell them something that you know that they don't know, or they haven't shown actions into doing so, and then they say, I know. Yo, you know, like. You gotta um, you gotta put it up a little bit higher. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you got it. You 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 did it wrong. You put. I know. I know. I know. I know. I'm gonna get to it now. So if see what I'm saying? Like they say they know. So if you knew, you would have did it already, or you would have did it probably the first time. Instead of sitting there and being like, "Oh damn, I did. I didn't even see that." Oh damn, you just reminded me. See that's that's a that's a truly and genuinely honest person. That's not a person that likes to make excuses. 
So let's let's dig deeper. Because they could. It's also another thing is that them not liking your tone. That would. That's what shocked me the most. Is them not liking your tone. I say it shocked me the most because that's what I heard throughout my entire life. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. That's what I heard through. Whether I'm talking to you regular, whether I am passionate about a subject, whether I'm happy about something. Excuse me. It's always my tone. Now this is the, I have a deep voice. This is the way I've been talking since I hit puberty. You know, it got a little bit older too, and, and I, it it got deeper in depth. But I wouldn't like I don't use my voice to be intimidating. I don't use it to get over and over anything. I I talk to people. That's it. So a lot of women, black women in general, and I came across and was like, yo, your tone. Uh, this and that, blah, 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 about the way I say things. You know, and it's so funny because when I would say these things, it's things of positivity and to uplift them, but at the same time, they're changing it into something negative because of their past or because they don't know any better. And most people don't know any better because they, they, they have a false sense of identity. You know, so that that's another, that's a whole another episode which I have to talk about because I feel that that is very important for us to understand is our identity as a person a human being on this planet so we have to talk about that a whole episode we get back to that but now okay they may start to come up with reasons or basically that your point has no value like what you could say to them has no value and it's it's omitted in their brain. So, it may go like this. Just because I didn't do it when you wanted to. That's just, I heard that a lot also. Just because I did it, just because I didn't do it when you wanted to, that means it, gonna get, it ain't gonna get done. Huh? That's the problem didn't do it when I wanted you to do it so now you want me you know as a man to be provider to be this to be that off jump off off initial encounter you want me to be everything and on return it's a problem when I want something on time you see we have to as a as black people we have to break out of all these tendencies and these disorders because there's nothing that medication is, is going to heal. And I'm so serious. And if you want to bring in medication, I'm, I'm not talking about over-the-counter medication. I'm talking about natural medication is only going to heal this. Being natural, being in nature, it goes together. These things is only these are things that's really going to heal this. Being around people that, that's positive and that's loving genuinely. Not because you have something, not because you're a conveniency, because they genuinely care. You know that this person cares for you, whether you had a dollar in your pocket or a million in your pocket. This person's always going to be there for you. That's mostly family. You see, but we have to start to realize the ones that's awoke, that we are the ones that have to take this ball of pressure because that's what it is it's pressure when you have so many 
people in your family running towards the opposite side and you're standing firm in your two feet and what you believe in because you know everybody's like a piece of paper in the wind that's flying everywhere going everywhere but you're the only you're the only pole in the ground so as the pole you have to be able and you must not you are able you must spread that positivity spread that word to the to the ones that you love around you and you have to keep doing it because trust me it's it's not easy at all that's not easy people talk about a lot of things that's not easy one thing that's not easy is helping people that do not know that they need help that is not easy at all because most people I come across either they know that they need help or they don't know that they need help and even the ones that know that they need help it is so hard to help them because they're so resistant and used to the bullshit okay another thing a narcissist narcissistic may do trying to make you feel you're controlling one or you have an issue Trying to make it to where you, if they make you feel like you're controlling or you have an issue. So basically, every time you say something, it's an issue. Every time that you bring something up, it's an issue. Every time you want to do something and you have to be questioned, that's not how a relationship goes. That's not how, you know, that's not how a healthy relationship goes, you know? try to make you apologize so they can project their issues onto you. So they, they, they basically think they shouldn't take any responsibilities of their actions, basically. So it's like, whatever they do, it's like, oh, you're supposed to just take it, take it, take it in stride. Whatever it is. Oh, I didn't, you know, I didn't mean it to, put, to come off like that. I didn't, no, it's not like that, no. You know, oh, it's nothing, it's nothing. Okay. These are the things that they that they say also, because they are very, very apologetic. Nothing, nothing I noticed when they're someone is too apologetic. So these are the things that they say that they're sorry for. It's crazy. I'm sorry. What more do you want from me? That is a narcissistic faux apology basically something to just ease things for the time being or or forever so they won't have to go back to that so being fake with an apology i'm sorry i couldn't be perfect for you i'm sorry that you feel that way i'm sorry i couldn't be exactly what you wanted i I, I know you know uh, people's hearing me say these things and going back in their memory banks and be like, yo, that's what that that's what that person told me. Or that's what he or she told me before. That's what they keep telling me. Yeah, narcissistic tendency. This, this is real amongst us uh, as black people because trust me, I heard this from a load of black women. And this is not um, bashing my sister. This is just complete truth. That's what we got to stop doing too is stop taking the truth as bashing. It's the truth. That's nothing going to change from that. How No matter how you feel. All right, and um, so it's another one. 
you made me. You made me. Basically saying whatever bad things that's going on is your fault. Another way to deflect and put blame on you. Saying you made me do this. You made me angry, so this is where... I tell people all the time, there's no way someone can make you angry. You make yourself angry. And there's so many ways you can stray away from that. You don't have to be around them people if you know they're going to make you angry with that person. You can literally use power words to automatically change your emotions as soon as you start to feel yourself get angry, get out of character. Anything of the sort. There's so many different things that you can do. And this is another thing that I say about our people that we need to start really getting in check. We are quick to look up and search some bullshit. Let me go search this one chip challenge. Let me go search this crate challenge see how you do it. Let me go search this see how my nails get thicker. Not one thing on searching. Let me see how to become a better person. Let me see how to become a better parent. Let me see how to get rid of negativity. Let me see how to... Nothing to better oneself or environment, but to just keep looking up bullshit. You have a phone for... Now we have phones for actual reasons. Because you can't use... That's what I'm saying. There's no more excuses. Whether you're a black man or black woman, there's no more excuses for you to be able to use in this day and time on why you cannot progress and become better than what we what we live in this western civilization today there's no more excuses yo i don't know what to do i'm feeling clustered you know i'm i'm surrounded by negative people and uh, uh which which most of us are but have you took out one minute to go anywhere and search how do I get rid of negative energy how do I how do I do anything to better myself how did did you because you could you you could lie to me but you can't lie to yourself and don't you notice when you lie to somebody else about something when they're trying to better you in your situation that a little piece of you goes away that you just feel like a like like more of a piece of shit than you did before because you knew you was going to lie or you knew you wasn't doing nothing to better your situation no matter how you felt or what you did yesterday if you're still alive today you have a chance and a choice you could make both of those positive. Every day you wake up, you wake up with two things, a chance and a choice. Now, it is your choice if you want to wake up and go outside and have an attitude with everybody and anybody. It is your choice to sit here and dwell on things of the past to make you to have all these red flags and red this and red that. So then you can't even interact with people like you're supposed to. All your choices. You have a choice to wake up and become a better you every day. Start choosing wisely. Okay? And, um, 
No, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it on that note. I'm going to leave it on that note just because I want I honestly wanted to um try to put in two things into this because I know I've been slacking y'all, but I'm back at it. My apologies at the same time. Um I got I got some spice, I got some heat for y'all. This next one gonna be gonna be fruitful, I'm telling you. So we gonna uh, next episode we're talking about feminism. We're gonna talk about how that how that's playing a serious and fucked up role in our lives as black men and women because our women just love to adopt these European uh, European um I say fallacies to where they're thinking it's, it's of us and it's becoming of us. No, it's not. It has nothing to do with us and it's killing us because it's not helping us become stronger. It's dividing us. So we'll get into that next week. Y'all have a luxurious and wonderful day. Nothing but peace and universal blessings to you all. This is the ugly truth. Peace. Peace and universal blessings to you all, the ones listening, even the ones that aren't. Peaceful Monday to you all. Today on The Ugly Truth, we will be discussing relationships, all kind of relationships. We're going to go down, we're going to get into it. Now, people use words and don't really know the definition of those words to where it could really help them figure out who they're really with what they're really doing and what it really is so the definition of relationship the way in which two or more people or things are connected or the state of being connected the way in which two or more people or things are connected or the state of being connected now, keyword connection could be physically, mentally. How if, if you're in tune with your with yourself and you know your energies, it could be spiritually. You could feel that. My biggest thing is that too many of us are caught up in the physical connection with somebody instead of the mental connection. So, for instance. God sees a woman Damn she look good But that's what men go off We go off of You know Go for appearances We go off of women's physical appearance So we like Damn she look good and stuff At the same time We go try to get to know her or even Most men don't even try to get to know her They're just trying to find ways to get into her You know what I'm saying So They don't know what they're getting into You know Neither, neither party well, my thing is, that's a man thing of being attracted to a woman physically and then getting to know her. But then, on the woman's side, majority of women are looking for financial stability. They don't, it's not, it's not a relationship, once again, has something to do with a connection. So, once you're looking for a financial stability or anything dealing with finances, you done rent, you done, the connection done left out the window. Connection's gone. Connection's gone because that's all you're looking for. Is that what we need to be focusing on as black people? 
we have the struggle, we have the streets, we have the police, we have people, and we have the government against us. And I mean people. I don't. I don't even say a race. I mean people in general, because it'd be it'd be us coming for us. You know, it'd be us trying to stop us from getting to the next level. So this is what I'm saying about people, because it'd be majority. So why why are our women so focused on these finances? Because this is what Western civilization does to women, the whole feminist movement, everything else to where I'm independent. What can you bring to the table? Is the conversations now on the internet and everything else? What can you bring to the table? Like I said, finances as black people, we need to put that out the window. That has nothing to do with us. And the reason I say this is because we look at celebrities and athletes and shit like that too fucking much. That's what we focus on. That's what we talk about with athletes and celebrities. They they in a place to where they got bread. They, they can choose whatever the fuck they want. But we sit him, sitting back thinking that, you know, a woman, a black woman is thinking basically she can get a high value man and stuff like that. We're going to call him athlete, basketball player. And then skip past all the guys that's around her. Skip past everybody else and just go straight for the big guys. Because she wants that financial stability. She wants to be safe. Does that have anything to do? Does that have anything to do with being safe, actually? Because you know, it kills me to say like that's the wrong thing we have. We should be focusing on as black people. Like I said, we have five more other struggles that we have and, and, and issues. And we sitting here making finances another issue. This is this is how I believe the whole thing should go. If you got it, you got it. If I got it, I got it. If we have it, we have it. Not saying that I'm not gonna get it, not saying that you ain't gonna get it. But what I'm saying is that however I meet you is where it is at. For that time and moment Financial should never be a problem Because if you have it, you have it If I got it, it's never a problem And this is what I'm going to say A man Doesn't look for uh, look for a woman For her money Doesn't care about a woman's money I say a man Just because His initial thing Is not looking at a woman for her money It's looking at a woman for her beauty And could be who she is Or who he wants her to be In the future His wife of course This is why men choose women as girlfriends Because they want They're wanting their woman They know she has potential to be their wife But they're waiting for that time For her to change into that You know where A man would give you um, Guidelines and, and things to go about to become a better you for that man. So a guy doesn't give a fuck about your money. Doesn't doesn't care. But on the other hand, Western civilization and social media and everything else is telling you, telling women, oh, you need a guy with money. You need a guy with this. You need a guy with that. All these materialistic objects for you to be attracted to instead of the actual person at hand. The actual man that can lead you, guide you, protect you, provide all this other stuff to where you're you're bypassing that just for an, an amount. 
Or if he doesn't make this much, then I'm good. Or if he doesn't have this, I'm good. What the fuck do you have? Is it is a, not even not even what do you have? Is he looking at what you have? I can understand if if a man was looking at what you had, like yo, what you got? Like you got you got a car, you got this, you got that. Like if he does that to you, then all right, you do the same in return. But you see, this is this is what's keeping us back. This is what's fucking up the mixtures. This was fucking up our connection, our relationships, because it has to be a connection in order for it to be a relationship. So the disconnect already stands where one person's looking for financial, another person's looking for a physical, or it could be a mental connection. And that falls mostly on the man part when looking for physical and mental connection. Because you know, nowadays, women are just looking for a bank. They just looking for a Mr. Wells Fargo. You know, so um as a black people, we should not be focusing on that. We already know their struggles. We already know. You see what I'm saying? We know these shits, but we don't do better. This is the problem that I'm I'm not understanding about us. We know these things, but we don't do better because everybody else is is looking at that. And this is the problem. Worried about what everybody else thinks besides how you think and how you move and how you feel inside. It could be, for instance, it could be a woman and her man, you know, he may be at a down point and her family or her friends is looking at her like, girl, what you doing? Da 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 da. Blah, 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 blah. What you doing with me? Doesn't he a bum? This and that. Now, she know he's not a bum. She know he went through a, a little hard times or whatnot. But you see how the power of people and manipulation and almost the way society is now they start to question everything and question themselves oh what am I doing with him like he lost his job you know they all coming down on him I don't want to be seen as a bum or I don't want them to look at me like I'm crazy or whatever da, 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 da. what are you kidding me you saying you sitting here worried about everybody else besides what you got in front of you you, you sitting here worried about everybody else commenting and everybody else looking at you and looking at y'all instead of how you feel on the inside, instead of what you know about this man. She could, she could know this man as well. But still, what everybody else sees and what they say inflicts her so much, she got to cut it off because she don't want to be she don't wanna be looked at as, oh, you taking care of niggas, you doing this for niggas, you doing that for niggas. You damn right she doing that for that nigga because that's her man. That's the one that she loves. That's the one that she wants. How dare you comment on anything somebody else do when you ain't got a man yourself? Ladies, cut the women off in your circle around you that have no man and you have one. Cut them off. If they're not trying to find a man, a husband, or whatever, cut them all the way off. If they keep saying, I don't need a nigga, I don't need this, well, they don't need you neither. Because if they don't need a man, then that, 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 that starts a family. That can be, they can be a family with and be a pair with. They definitely, what they need with you then? You just, you just a girl. You just a homegirl. If they don't need a man to start a family with and separate themselves from everyone else, then they definitely don't need you. This is what you have to understand. This is what we have to start to understand as a people. So what else? What, what else is there? A family. This is what we came here to, 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 to be, a family. Like, this is what we came here to start a family. It's like back in the day with tribes. Got a whole tribe. I remember what they used to call my um, people's a tribe. 
Because it used to be a whole bunch of us. But just my moms, no man. Just a bunch of us, a bunch of kids running around and called us a tribe. You know, but this, you know, without the man, it's, it's no family. And this is another thing where I, 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 I learned to understand people don't know about family. Not family. A group of one or more parents and their children living together as a unit. I'll say this again. A group of one or more parents and their children living together as a unit. Now, to me, that one, that one shit is out the window. We didn't come into this in this world to be here for self. We came in the world to be with somebody. So two parents with their children living together as a unit. Because if you have only one parent as an unhealthy home, both parents as a healthy home, when there's healthy activities and healthy communication going around, let's not get that twisted. Just because you got two parents in the house, that mean does not does not that does not mean that it's a healthy home. Not at all. Kids still could be raised to be wild animals and everything and have no type of morals or values because that's not a, a healthy home. That's why we have to understand. We got to understand that. Now, the adjective definition for family designed to be suitable for children as well as adults. Designed to be suitable for children as well as adults. Now, this, this is one of my problems growing up. You know, thank the universe I am who I am today. My, the way I was brought up was not suitable for any child. Especially a, a male such as myself having no male figure, having no structure, having no guidance. That it really stifled my whole growing phase. It really stifled my mentality on, on, on you know, expanding. Because I didn't have no guidance. I didn't have nobody telling me what was really right from wrong. It was mothers out and out to work damn near 24 hours the other day, you know. And um, me left, me being left with my sisters to, to attend to them and watch them. So... It, that that you know it it uh, it messes with you when you're growing up you know it um it does its number on you to where you have to learn everything on your own which could which one of the lessons could be your last lesson especially growing up in the hood as a young black male you know you go around and disrespect somebody and mind the keyword disrespect someone because you're not taught this. Like you just don't go around disrespecting people. You show respect to everybody and you expect that back. But when I was growing up, I had no respect for anybody. SMD, SMD, SMDU, SMD her, SMD, SMD your mother, SMD, SMD your grandfather. No problem at all. Not knowing what I was actually doing. Now disrespecting people off a of rip. Because I said it to the wrong person. I was about, I think, 10, 10 years old. Yeah, 10 years old. Kid was like 18, 19. 
I knew him. I knew him around in the neighborhood. You know, he knew me too. You know what I'm saying? I see him all the time. You know, he see me cursing people out, all type of shit. And, you know, one day I was walking past him and I was just that type of kid just to talk shit. And I just started talking shit to him. Then what did I say? SMD. SMD. He said, what you say? I said, SMD, nigga. <laughs> and he said, yo, come here. Pulled out a gun on the side. Out of his, uh, out his waist. Pointed the gun at me. Said, say that shit again. He's like, you gonna, st- he's like, you gonna stop going around telling motherfuckers that bullshit before you end up with some hot clips in your ass. Bro, this is a true story. It's not, it's not even, like I said, there's number of facts over here. And that, uh, you know, being that little, I was scared. At the same time, I was angered. I was angry because I didn't understand exactly what was going on. Why, why was his reaction like that? Scared because I've seen a fucking gun for the first time. And it's pointed at me, you know, real, in real life, you know, besides on TV. And just stuck. You know, and I was, I was a little fucked up from that. Didn't tell nobody at all. Cause like, who honestly won't listen? There's nobody to listen to me at that time growing up. Like I said, no guidance, no anything. So, growing up, going through these things on the streets and everything else, there was no peace for me. I was, I was young. I couldn't. I didn't know about peace really. I, I just wanted to be cool. So. I was going through a war in the streets and a war at home. Like I said, family also the adjective designed to be suitable for children as well as adults. That environment I was going from out in the street, that hectic environment from in the streets, I was going to another hectic environment in my home. No father, no nothing. So at the end of the day, I was being looked at like a piece of shit as a kid. Literally, it's, it's not even a joke. I, I um, resemble my father and you know of course I look like him or whatever but I guess that you know in my mom's eyes she seen him and got angered or whatever I don't know to this day excuse me but see this is the thing there 70% of black babies born to unmarried mothers 70% of black babies born to unmarried mothers so single mothers what does that say? You got a whole bunch of uh, kids out here growing up with no guidance, no structure in the home. Why do we have so much disconnects between us? So in the resistance between a man and a woman, a black man and a black woman. That's one of the reasons why. But you see, when, when that happens, there's something that is a misconception that we have with this thing called tough love which isn't love at all tough love is not love you cannot say you love me and then say get the fuck out my house because I am expressive about the way I feel I didn't vandalize anything I didn't break anything didn't curse nobody I didn't hit nobody anything I didn't insult anyone but just because I'm vocalizing my opinion on how I feel about anything and it doesn't agree with my my mom's, or it could be your parent. You're told to get the fuck out. 
or you're being screamed on, talked to like you ain't shit and all type of shit. But then at the end of the day, you're called, you're told that this is tough love. There is no such thing as tough love. Let me tell you people that there is no such thing as tough love. Either you love me or you hate me. That's it. That is completely it. There is no in-between. There is no making up shit. I'm making up something called tough love. Yeah, I love you, but it's tough. Like, no, fuck that. If you love me, you love me, period. I don't do that. You know, like, when you start to understand more about yourself and life, you don't, you don't just, you don't do shit like that. You love somebody or you don't. But you see, my thing is I love everybody regardless of the fact. I'm on a love frequency. I'm not on no hate frequency. So that's my thing. This whole tough love shit. That needs to get get out the window as as black people. And speaking to your children like they're grown-ass people, that has to stop. Screaming at them for everything that they do has to stop. That's that's what you have to understand. That has to stop. That's not healthy. Like, when your kid is is being expressive about them, mind you, what I said, they're a kid. They're not a grown adult. They're a child. For instance, a seven-year-old kid arguing with his mother. Why is the case? Because his mother's arguing with him. That's why. Mind you, she's an adult, but she has emotions. She's running off her emotions right now. She's arguing with her seven-year-old child. Comes down to it. He said something to where she doesn't like at all. She's ready to pack his shit up and tell him to get the fuck out. Throwing the big wheels out the window and everything. Throwing, throwing his toys, soldiers and all that out the window and everything. Get the fuck out of my house. Nigga only seven years. Where he gonna go? Can he talk back? Cause he's being expressive instead of you being like, yo, this is this is my child. This is a child, and he's in the moment right now. And especially if you're a single mother and, and you, you do it all alone. You guys understand this kid is going to be emotional. This kid's gonna to have to have he's he's having he or she is having behavioral issues. Because they don't know how to deal with these things inside because there's no structure in the home and nobody got it in the right way. They don't have that father figure. They don't have that father love in the house. Because, another thing, men love unconditionally. Men love unconditionally. Because you ha- there is no conditions to a man's love. You don't have to have this or you don't have to have that to earn a man's love or for a man to love you. You can just be you and a man will love you. On the other hand, women, it's not unconditional because there's conditions to a woman's love. You have to be a certain height. You have to have a certain amount in your bank account. You have to be doing this or doing that. That is not called unconditional love. That is good conditional love. See where I'm going. So all this, all this uh, European culture that we adopted, this is not us. This is not us. This is them. Because we are loving people. We have no. It is no hate. It just hate against each other, which they condition us to be this way. And that's why I say we twist it because we have to untwist the cat. So I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to let y'all think on that. Um, Hopefully this Thursday I'll have everything set up to where I can take callers or I invite someone to speak on whatever they heard so far. And, um, you know, I'll be ready for the conversation. 
Everyone have a peaceful Monday and nothing but peace and universal happiness to you all. Thanks for tuning in. It's the Ugly Truth. I'll see you next time.